Welcome to the Golden Square Podcast with your hosts, Linda Scott and Sherilyn Fisher. Are you ready? Because we're starting right now, only on Stunner Radio, the heart and soul of the culture. Hello, hello, good evening. So listen, let's start off by saying good evening, just like Sherilyn said. But we need to let you all know that Linda Scott can't see. I did. I need to let them know. That? No. Okay, but I needed them to know that I feel better that they know okay, that I better. can't see. Yeah. For, for most people who know, you know, you can't no, see. I can't see. So, yeah. okay. okay. So listen, it is. Um, wow, it's going to be a fantastic, fantastic show. Show. We have uh, we have Coretta, Coretta Brown, Brown, and she has a she has an awesome, awesome story. Yeah, and yeah. she this this young lady is on fire. On fire for the community, for women, for children. I mean, said for everybody, she she's yeah. just like the ever ready bunny, and she's yes. here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. Hey, Dolores, how are you? So, but listen, on top of all of that, this this is a young, powerful, a woman. young, powerful woman. Sometimes we get a little older, our numbers get higher, but um, sometimes it takes a younger person a coming younger behind person. us because she's experienced some things that we have we never have yeah. experienced, and we met. Uh, no, 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 we didn't meet. We host a red carpet. Was that Saturday? Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday. And oh my God, I was blown away with, with what all that she does. I knew a little about her, but that was that was awesome. that was amazing. And the, and the women that, that we she, met, yes. the women that she honored. Yes. That was some more powerful women. And these are women that you don't hear about yeah, every day. Right, that right. is not in the limelight every, every day, day. But they're behind the, the scenes doing some powerful, powerful, powerful things. things. Powerful. And through the whole program, I sit pretty much with my mouth open from the things that I heard and the things that I seen. It was so awesome. It was really, really awesome. Well, thanks for coming in to the Golden Square Podcast. Look, let's go ahead and bring on our guest. We've said what we need to say. Now let her say what, what she, she needs, needs to, to say. say. Hello, hey, girl. How are you? Hello, hello. Thank you to the Golden Podcast for having me on. I appreciate it. How are y'all? We, we're good. We're, we're good. We're so we know what you what you do, I, and and I I don't think we do justice. So you tell the people a little about yourself. Okay, so I am an entrepreneur. And I have two organizations. One organization is a 501c3. It's called Bridges to Empowerment, where we focus on helping to bring about um, restorative justice. So at Bridges to Empowerment, we imagine a world that gives second chances. We imagine a world Mm -hmm. that doesn't have slavery. We imagine a world where people can excel to the highest to the highest of their capabilities. We imagine a world where the education system is not a school to prison pipeline, you know, where we actually invest in our children. And so being that organization, some of the things that we do is we advocate. We help people tell their stories. We help people get second chances, um, becoming organizations and building their platform. We we help you if you call us and you let us know that you have a loved one that's in Harris County Jail that need assistance. Mm. We 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 do that. We go inside of Fort Bend County Jail and register people to vote. 
I mean, we, we do, we're this year we're planning on launching our ride to court program. The ride to court program is basically a program that's going to give people, um, we're going to get them to our location. We're going to give them breakfast and then we're going to drive them to court and we're going to be with them while they're at court. Um, and we want to do this because we want to work towards decreasing the number of warrants that occur in Fort Bend County simply because mm-hmm. people don't have a ride to court. And so they miss their court date. And, and so wow. we, we we do so much that trying to give back. And then the other organization is the Young and the Politics. And look, a lot of things we can't do if we don't have the right no. people in office. Absolutely. So, absolutely, absolutely. So we help progressive candidates get elected into office. Okay. So let me ask you this. This is only in Texas. Do you have assistance or anything out of the state of Texas? So we have been invited um, twice to work at the uh, Senator Warnock campaign in Georgia. So we went runoff race that they had we uh i want to say two years ago we went and we helped block walk knock on doors in georgia um in gwinnett county was that year and then this past runoff race we went to georgia and we were in DeKalb county and okay collectively we probably touched 2400 doors wow wow so you are extending yourself outside of texas which is good so are you going to be collaborating with other states outside of georgia as well i knew that question but are you going outside of georgia or you're just taking one state at a time because the reason i'm asking that because i know people in other states and i'm like oh she needs to um she needs to get with them she needs to get with them we 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 all need help and when we don't know who to go to then we can't seek the right help no, we we, we lose out on what 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 is going on and the opportunity that um we we would have gotten if we would have showed up right absolutely I, so how did you start all of this why was this so important for you to to um start these organizations well first the reason that it was so important is because I've been incarcerated, right? I served six and a half years in prison. And mm-hmm. coming home from incarceration, especially in Texas, you realize that you're you're always going to be a slave in some form or fashion. And mm-hmm. what that is, every time you apply for a job, you have to check the box, which means you have to tell this person that you've been incarcerated, which means you have to now go through a different type yeah. of hiring process. And you right. may not get the job and more likely you're not going to get the job. And so I got tired of not getting jobs. I got tired of, of getting employment. And then, um, you know. They come back and, and uh, terminate her because of the information. Right. Being allowed to do the work, but not being paid the salary to do it. And right. I, I one day at TSU, some uh, a guy named Elvante came to me. They had it with three of them. They had started the Young and the Politics on the on TSU campus, 
they was yes. all graduating. They came to me. They said, Coretta, do you want to take over the Young and the Politics? I said, yes. <laughs> After I graduated, I still wanted to keep doing it. So I just took it and made it into a business. And that's from there, Bridges to Empowerment ended up manifesting because it was just so much advocacy work outside of getting people right, Yes. So, Coretta, you say that you give assistance to people in jail. What type of assistance do you offer? What 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 kind of assistance can you get? So basically, so basically, if you have a loved one that's in the county jail and they're being mistreated, and you give me a call, then I have built relationships over time to where I can have you know I can put in a request to have your loved one. Um, checked on to make okay. sure they are okay. Right. Um, there's an organization called Grassroots Leadership. Mm -hmm. Grassroots Leadership in Harris County has the participatory defense program where they actually have people um, that they have an organizer that goes to court with the individual, help the individual throughout their court case, navigating. They, they don't act as an attorney, but they act as an advocate navigating. And so we connect, we can connect our, um, you know, if you call, if somebody call me with a loved one, which we have done before, we connect them with grassroots leadership for the participatory defense project. Um, but really, we advocate for your loved one. If your loved one is in county jail and being victimized, please don't hesitate to reach out. So, so Coretta, what is your involvement with, I, I'm, I'm experiencing so many young people going to jail and being housed with adults, uh, mm, teenagers and right. young people. How could you help someone like that? How could you advocate for a teenager, someone who doesn't even have a record, who gets picked up for maybe shoplifting or something very, very minor? So, How could you help them? So basically what I would do is I would go to the source. I'm going straight to the source. I'm going to reach out to the sheriff's office I'm going to talk to the person that's in charge and I'm going to let it be known that this is happening and it should not be happening. And I need to know when something is going to be done about it. And that's what we usually do. Um, if I need to make a call to the district attorney office, I'm going to make a call. Um, and if we need to bring light to a situation, we're going to bring light to that situation. Um, as of yet, I haven't had to do that, uh, except for a few times where I made like a post on social media. But then I, after that, you know, the ball got rolling. And so I, I usually don't have to, you know, do protests and things like that because the people that we work with generally don't want people getting victimized. So I would reach out and say, hey, this in individual is in this tank, should not be in this tank, is unsafe in this tank. Um, how can we fix this? And then, so when you, you know, say when when you say um, in a tank, what does that mean? And what what does that mean? They they are not being treated right in the tank. So a tank is considered a uh, a tank is the jailhouse slang for a housing unit, and it can it can look different ways. Right. So um, one tank can have individual cells where there's a day room, a place where you go in and you walk around and stuff during the daytime. And mm -hmm. then there are different cells 
that are blocked off with walls. And then at nighttime, the door closes. So you're in there by yourself. That's so I see. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Sorry. That's one of the most safest tanks to be in. But then there's another tank that is typically considered to be like your animal tank. Mm, and the tank is open, right? Mm. It's like, it's just bunks. It just bunks, right? And mm -hmm. you close your eyes at night, you can't feel safe because, you know, you, you never know if somebody going to come up on you or sneak up on you. So a scenario like that, I would, I, I would be um, advocating for a person who is, you know, young mm -hmm. inside a murder tank. Mm -hmm. That's just that's just not right. You know, you 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 leave the individual susceptible to being victimized and not able to defend themselves. So, and mm -hmm. and I'm trying to get all. I ain't going. I'm, I hope not. Okay. Okay. So, but for uh, for a young lady who's in the tank and she is mistreated, how would she be able to? How would she be able to reach you to, to help her in that situation? Yeah, so right now it's kind of difficult, right? Right now it's right. word of mouth, right? Somebody mm -hmm. has to know, somebody have to know somebody that know me at this mm -hmm. point in order to be able to reach me if they are in the jail. Um, if they are out, you know, if they're out of jail and they, you know, I, I mean, right now, that's really how it is. Somebody have to yeah. know me and then, uh, right. you know, get in touch with me that way. And I get involved. Um, we're working on a program right now that we're going to try to submit, not try to, that we are going to submit right. and help, you know, create a grassroots organization um, in partnership with Harris County Jail that um, give them an opportunity to give people our phone number that's in the jail so that they can be able to call us. So to be like a partnership where we can be like, Hey, look, this person is being victimized and a you know, person can, the phone number can be available. But right now we're not there yet. We're just in a, like a planning state. In a planning sphere. So Coretta, do you work with Harris County and Fort Bend County? Yes. I work any, with Fort Bend. Any other counties you work with? Not at the moment. At the moment, our capacity is Harris and Fort Bend County. We are looking to expand um, as resources as resources find its way to us. Right. Let, let me ask you this question, because I'm still concerned with people that are, and because it's only important and, and for what you are doing. And I know we have to always take care of home before we you know, go somewhere else. But if there are other states or other cities who is interested in what you are doing, um, would you not, or would you join them and say, okay, this is how you do this. This is what we're going to do. So, um, because we, we need it so bad. It's like, it's, it's just not here. It's everywhere. It's, yeah. It's, it's everywhere. When, once you start seeing people get abused in the jailhouse. And we know that you're just one person, Coretta, right. but is right. there a way that, you can start like a like somebody can contact like somebody from Kentucky contact you and say Coretta teach me how, how to, to do, do what it. you're doing. Is yeah, that a possibility? That's, that's a part of what bridges to empowerment is. It doesn't oh, okay. live in Fort Bend or if you live in Harris County, right? Right. 
wherever you are, if mm. you want to learn how to advocate, I'm we. Okay, um, terrific. Let me connect me with her. And, 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 and we, we will, will, we will, will, will. That's, that's what I'm saying. saying. We need this and we need her so badly. Bad. But she don't need no lazy people. people. She don't need no lazy people. people. She she need need work on her work. So um, the, the programs that she had and then the people that she's involving herself with is to show them that we can come together. We will come together right. and we're going to fight and, and, and work for someone else. So I believe if someone gave you a hand, not just because they gave you a hand, but from my heart, I'm going to give back to you to help you get out of why right. should I take all the knowledge that I have or you have and take it to our grave when we can help someone yes. else with this. Terrell, we most definitely we will make this connection yeah. for you. Yeah, we'll give you um, information. She she got lost, but she's coming back. See, I told you she's yeah. coming back. So this this young lady right here, I admire her so much that she didn't just say okay what well, i've been in this i'm just gonna stay i'm, I'm, just I'm gonna not stay. gonna help nobody else no. i got she out so y'all do whatever you want to do everybody the benefit, benefit yes of, of what she went through and i don't think you should be able to well not be able i don't think you should go to jail and be treated like an animal like an animal yeah why for what reason i mean we've done some things um, that's supposed to be um, rehabilitating us. Rehabilitating yeah, that's yeah. that's what they're supposed to be doing. But instead, you're beating me like an animal. And to beat on a woman like she's an animal—that's crazy. That is that is like for me, um, it, it's it's really crazy. It really just blows my mind. And I think that's where my heart goes out and with Coretta all the time whatever that we can do because we all know somebody who done been to jail yeah, yeah. No, let me start counting my fingers and on my family members <laughs> and then i include myself but um we, we've all had that and and we need to we need to learn not to turn our back not to turn our back you not know when you talk to law enforcement and you talk to the the people who are over the jail system they will tell you that 99 percent of the people in there say they're innocent and I don't believe everybody's innocent, right. but I believe that there are some innocent people in jail. There's some innocent people that are locked up, circumstances in the wrong place at the you know wrong, in the time. wrong time. A whole lot of different things uh, happen that uh, everybody should not be in prison. Should not right. go to prison. Well, um, Terrell said he was a victim of this behavior, and um, anyway, I can help you, Linda. I will. Okay, so. We, we get in help and he's out of Florida. He's out of Florida. That's why I kept asking about right. any other states that she goes to. When, when we start talking about, um, when we start talking about jail yesterday, we used to say, um, well, where is whoever, whoever? We, oh, he going to college. He going to college. <laughs> he going to he, college. He going to Martha. Right. <laughs> so, but when he comes back and just mentally, mentally disturbed from where he's right, been. Right. Well, what college education did he get? He did, yeah. So we need to learn just from them and the people that we are, um, that we're working with to say, okay, uh, no more college for you. Tell us what took place. How can we help the next person from not going from, from through not going. that oh, same they punishment? Go, they, don't, they don't go through the same situation right. as uh, do something different. Yeah. Right. You know, I think, 
I honestly think that jail should be re- re- rehabilitation. And that's what it's for. You that's should, what it's supposed to be, though. That's what it's supposed to be, but yeah. it's not happening. Right. I think they should, should bought a trade school. They should have, you know, provide things. And I don't think, now this is just my opinion. Once someone has served their time, I don't believe that they should be labeled as a felon and can't get a job. I don't think they should be labeled as a felon and can't vote. You know, you're working every day. You're paying taxes like everybody else. I think once once you served your time and you paid your your penalty, that then you should be able to come out and have all the rights and and privileges of any other citizen. But it's set up. It is set up for those things to happen just like that. You go to jail, and when you're walking out the door, they tell you, uh, you, you'll be back. Yeah, and and I can speak that way because my son, um, after my daughter was was killed in her car accident, mentally he thought he's supposed to go out in the street and he was going to do some things. And I'm like, boy, you can't do that. But he went. He served his four years. As he was leaving, they said, "You'll be back." He said to them, "You'll lie." <laughs> and that was about ten, ago. yeah, almost ten years ago. And, and we don't have to, but they set that up so that we can um, go that route. I, I I don't want, I don't think that that should be, I, well, we already said we don't think it should be, but that's how they have it set up for us so that we can um, go repeaters. They, uh, oh, you'll be back. This is going to be yourself. And okay, so I'm going to let y'all in on a little secret. Okay, so they ready? They ain't, they ain't ready. Y'all okay, ain't so ready. y'all ain't ready. So, Linda Scott, back in 1980, we'll just say six, we'll say seven, 87. Linda Scott went to jail for someone else, something that I did not do, and I honestly did not do. And I was stayed in jail for, I think, about eight hours. About eight hours. About eight hours. Them was some long eight years, honey. Them, <laughs> that wasn't eight hours. But true to what she said, that um, I kept waiting and waiting for them to come and get me out of here and it didn't happen right away so they wanted to take me in and take my fingerprints and take that mug shot and when they said take a picture i said okay <laughs> and they was like no you can't you can't smile i'm like yeah i ain't done nothing hey so bottom line they wouldn't take my picture because i would not stop smiling so I, on top of that they end up, because it was taking so long, put me, she said a taint. They put me in a cell and I, I kept calling home saying, hey, what time y'all coming to get me? My phone bill was $500, trust me. <laughs> it was two minutes. Yeah, I was trying to get out of there. What's going on? But the girls who were in there were repeaters. And then there was this big girl, bigger than me, who was messing with all of those. And I think we were in the holding cell. But she was messing with all of them. And then um, she came over to me and I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) So if I fight her, I'm going to be in jail for a long time. For real. But if I don't fight her, she's going to be bothering me for a long time. So when she came over to me, I said, girl, you don't you don't want none of this. Trust me when I say it. You don't want any. And uh, she said, so why you in here? I said, for killing, uh, trying to kill my husband. She said, oh, well, let me tell you how to do it. <laughs> that blew my mind. That blew my mind. I, I was not ready for that answer. I said, I don't need you to tell me how to do this. I already know. So 
I said that to say um, you 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 get into that that tank as she said a tank, and you don't know how to get out. I'm accustomed to sleeping in a nice sleeping outfit, and they gave me a, a dress with holes in it, and it was wrinkled. And I said, "So well, what you want me to do with this?" There's like, "Girl, go in there and take your shower." I can't. I can't. Y'all, I had a head full of hair and you gave me a little comb. What am I going to do with that? I said, oh my God, please, y'all, hurry up and come and get me. I couldn't take it. I definitely knew I wasn't going back in there, but I didn't have people like Coretta to help get me out of this situation for something that I had not done. Fortunate for me, it didn't go on my record because again, I did not do what was done and it was a bad check and y'all know texas don't play with them hot checks it was a bad check and i didn't write it and they knew it and they let me out and that was finally when cheryl and them came and got me they thought it was funny i thought i wanted to kill them and go back to jail that's what that was all about but <laughs> she's coming five minutes oh coretta welcome, back. welcome welcome back sweetie we were just talking about some incidents that i had went through um being in jail nobody would ever know and i'm, I'm not Hey, it happened. It was in my life. I was young and I was with the wrong crowd, which would have been an ex for me. And um, it, it happened. But again, I wouldn't have known none of this, none of this. I I wasn't mistreated because I didn't allow myself to be mistreated. And you weren't there. Long. And I you wasn't eight hours. Eight it's, hours. It yeah. Like, see, like eight days. years. No, eight years. It seemed like eight years. It was a long time. Yeah. Bologna sandwiches, greasy bag. You didn't eat that. Didn't and eat I that. didn't eat it. So that means I didn't eat all day. Mm. Okay. So, but again, we all need this. We, we, do. we, we do. We all need this. Because we that, need you it. know, like I said, there was a whole lot of innocent people in jail for crimes that they did not commit, you know, different circumstances and whatever. So we need someone to be a, a advocate. advocate. Yes. And, you know, everybody know me. Children are my passion. I mean, so, and I, I see a whole lot of young children going to jail for little simple stuff. Yeah. And then they put them in jail with the grown people. And I think that's so unfair. Coretta, are you back? Thank with you, us? Coretta. Coretta's heaven. She's yes. going in and out, but she's here. Okay. Oh, she's, here. she's coming back. Don't don't worry. We'll be able to get you in, in contact with her. But unfortunately, wherever she is, she's um, her. Her internet or phone something is not going. That's the devil. The devil. You know, Coretta gave a. You back, Coretta? I'm back. It's I don't I don't know what's happening. I you and I hear you talking, but then it's like my camera is not on, so I have to turn the camera off and then turn it back on. It's really weird what's happening right now. But it's it's you. So tell us. So Coretta, tell us about what made you do want to put on that gala that that event that you did on Saturday. Oh my God. Okay, so I want to tell you it was marvelous. It was amazing. Yeah. But tell us what made you want to honor those women and men. Thank you so much. Um, real quick though, I I I was hearing what you were saying, and I really wanted to touch on a few things that you said. One of the things was, um, sure, you mentioned you said that you felt like. You know, when people come home, they should have their rights restored. They should be able to vote. They should, you know, because you served your time. Right. And I agree with that, but I like to take it a bit further because I believe that we are all human beings, 
right? right? And if we make a mistake and we get arrested and we're in we're in the in the jail or what have you, mm-hmm. um, or we end up going to prison, that's not a reason for us to not be able to continue being a citizen or being a human being. Right, right, right. right. And the narrative, you know, the narrative of waiting until you come home, that narrative perpetuates slavery and according to the 13th Amendment. So now to get to answering the question about why I decided to host the gala. Well, I was seeing so many advocates that are comrades with me. Yes. All this great work. And then I'm Mm. looking all of these awards, you know, shows all of these award galas that's going on, and none none of the advocates are getting recognized, right? Recognized, like, yes. You you really have to do something ex- extraordinary and unique, right, to be recognized, and that's according to the standards of people that don't really know how important and how hard advocacy is. is. Yes. So. Yes. I, wanted to take and and i did not get to honor the many people that i wanted to honor right because there's so many people doing the work so i took the 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 first class um which was saturday and those were the ones that were closest to home those were the ones who i've worked with the longest um that i've been able to see them in action the longest and one is savannah eldridge and she has been here since the very beginning she actually did a facebook post um with her pictures in which case she said i remember when bridges to empowerment was just an idea on paper wow that's wow. how we've been working together and hold, hold on one second coretta we gotta take a quick break and then you can come back and finish telling us your story so be, we'll be right back in right back. 15 seconds. 15, 15 seconds. seconds. We'll be right back. 30 at the most. If you're looking for custom handcrafted fashion jewelry that makes a statement, look no further than Linda S. Jewelry 1426. We specialize in quality pieces fit for any occasion. Follow us on Facebook at Linda S. Jewelry 1426 to view our inventory or to make a purchase. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. you how are you? Hi, Welcome back, everybody. We, like, Coretta, go ahead and tell your story because we do have a question that we want to ask you about. Okay. Hi, so, Charlene. Okay, so yeah. then with, with Savannah, she does so much work in the prison. So 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 I do work in the jails, right? And I support mm-hmm. organizations that do work in the prisons and I'll go and I'll speak and things like that. But Savannah actually does what what I do in the jail. Savannah has organized and has done it on like you was saying asking me. She's doing it in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. With, with men that live in prison in Alabama she wow. is so she, she's so intelligent and intellectual and strategic in mm-hmm. the work that she does to where she found a way to use what the alabama legislations were trying to do with oh, yeah. yeah i remember that, her. yes right? yes 
And she took that and, and was like, okay, look, we actually need to eliminate that you are a slave. Uh, uh, let you know that if yeah. you are a slave. So the people that I, that I honor, that we honor were people that are doing exceptional work that is extremely difficult and it is very, um, it is very undervalued and underappreciated. The whole night I sit there as you introduced one of your wow. honorees and they told their story and they told what they were doing. I was sitting there and said, these are some of the most amazing. And, and the men were amazing too, but the women, yeah. the women were Lord. awesome, oh awesome. God. I mean, I was just sitting there with my mouth open. Absolutely. But, but the thing is, a lot of those women, I didn't even know who they were. They, they worked so behind, behind the, the scenes, scenes and, yeah. and they worked so strategically that... You don't. You never hear. You never hear about them. You Correct. never hear about the work that they're doing and the effort and the money. I know they're spending money out of their own pockets yeah. to do this and that their time. It was just awesome. Terrell was saying, "I can't. I can't see it." Terrell, Terrell says, said, "Hold on one second. Even if your charge was withheld, adjudicated, they are locking you up. The polls still have you listed as a registered voter." So how how do we how do we fix that or, or is there a way that we could um so how how, how can we fix that I mean I, so, I didn't know go ahead so, so that's a conversation for right now right because the legislate legislative se- legislation is in session right mm-hmm. speak and they have when I say they have I can't tell you how many bills filed. Wow. Against, against voter voter rights and um they are trying to make they are trying to increase increase the penalties for accidentally voting right so what we have to do if we want to stop that is we have to start advocating and going to the legislative session and mm-hmm. letting on but the core of it is that we need people to start turning out and start voting. Yeah. That, that's yes. the core of it. Yes. We had, I want to say 11, 11 million people or 9 million people that stayed home this recent election. So if we want to be wow. able to, in Texas, if we want to be able to make changes, then we it start with getting out to vote because... I just want to be honest with everybody here. And I just want to let people know that the Republicans have 86 seats. Yeah. That's yeah. like a super majority. Yeah. In- mm-hmm. And then they have the majority in the state Senate. Mm-hmm. We, it is going to take our Democrats being extremely strategic mm. and extremely strategic this legislative session and it's going to take us coming out and supporting them and showing up like showing up to the um legislative black caucus they're having a legislative summit coming up in in um i want to say it's in march but it could be in april but we need to be there. We need to be supporting. And that's how we get to make the changes. Other than that, 
we have to keep doing the grassroots style and that's like you know every individual how, how do we know how do we know i'm i'm not i know because i know you but if i don't know you how do i know that i need to attend whatever's going on to make a change because a lot of people don't have social media and then there's a lot of people who say, okay, I'm done with that. that nothing is going to change, which we know for those people is not going to change because, because you're, you're not, not helping it change. Helping so change. How, how do we get more people involved um, to be a part of this, Coretta? So first off, you're right, right? Everybody don't have social media. Everybody don't have access to Coretta Brown's grassroots leadership, Savannah Eldridge, um, Angela Johnson, you know, they don't have access to us. Right. But if you're somebody, but what we need to be doing, and this is, we need organize, we need people to be donating into organizations like Bridges to Empowerment, into organizations like the Young and the Politics, so that we can put boots on the ground and mm -hmm. be able to take the information to the door, not just during election time, but all of the time to keep up with everything that's going on. Because other than getting info information sent directly sent directly to you, there's no other way that you can know to do this work. Like the only way you can know to do this work is to hear about or to find out. That is the only way to be able to get this work done. Do you, do you agree? Go ahead, Correct. Yeah, no, I would that the majority of the people who vote are our people over 50 senior citizens and it's our young people who are not voting yes i i understand that um but i also want to point out that you know this last election the 18 to 24 year old vote in like i believe it quadrupled right so when you talk about the ones that's not going to vote, those are people that's like was born in nineteen eighty through um nineteen eighty to well nineteen seventy to like nineteen right? Those are really the ones that were not being able to get out and vote, and that's because there is a disconnect. So mm. the voting apathy is occurring. Because there is a disconnect in the parties understanding what this block of people is trying to do, you know what they what their goals are, what their aspirations are, what they believe in. Um, surprisingly, when I'm knocking on doors asking about the um, asking about related to abortion, mm -hmm. surprisingly, the, the many doors that I knock on, they were actually in support. Wow. Of, of of criminalizing abortion because for them that's not a them issue. Mm. That's not a yeah. them. Issue. They 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 like we're not having abortion, so why does this affect us? It does. Right. Yes, yes. A lot of people don't really understand that this block is progressive. Don't get me wrong, they're progressive, but they still hold on to some conservative ism when it yeah. comes to their religious belief mm. and that is a that is a 
fact that is not being taken into account when our um, political candidates are running for office. Something wow. <laughs> that's important to them is ec economics, right? They're wondering why they can't get the high paying job. They're wondering why the the, the schools well, that that they have to send their children to, why those schools are underperforming. They have to, you know, they want to know why they can't become businesses and why they can't become organizations and they really tell me that they don't want to be a part of a system that keeps them living in poverty. Wow, and right. See that is going to change, then they don't see a reason that they should go out to vote. Because they're like, mm. neither party care about my issues, neither party care about what it is that's important to me. So they can yeah. win without me until you can decide to come and see me. Mm -hmm. Well, hmm. let, let me let me just go and show a few pictures from the event on last Saturday. Can we do that? Yes. All right, let's do that. Oh, oh, wow. All right. So um, that that's those are some of the women that um, I do know. And but I didn't know that they did. All the, All the things that, they that they're doing. Yeah. I mean, I can't. I can't even say. Um, I know Lynette has a million hats. Yeah. I know that. And then to know um, Nicole um, um, Zuri, I always call her. her yeah, Zuriel. I call, I call yeah. her Lady Z. Yeah, <laughs> Zuriel and Cynthia. All of these ladies are like um, they're doing things, doing things, and you never hear. That oh okay, Cynthia Allen is doing this, and uh, doing th this. yeah, that these are the behind the scene. And what is so important with this for me is not about you, Coretta. It's about what you are doing behind the scene and making things happen. I don't need to be the the perfect person for me for that was um, Grady. And when he got up and stated, oh, well, you, you don't, I don't need to be out front. But that's a hardworking gentleman, hard though. Yeah. Gentleman. Hard that man working. works hard and hard behind the scene, and nobody sees and, and what he does until it's done. Oh, Grady did that? But he, but, but you have to know Grady's working hard because he's been yeah. there 32 years. What did he say, 33 years? Yeah, he's yeah, been doing this for 33 years. So you have to know he's doing something right. Correct. He's doing Correct. something right. Wow. Yeah. So, the women are 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 amazing. Um, and, and I was introduced to Ebilez, one of you wonderful ladies, and the ladies on this picture. I was introduced with, via Lynette. Um, and Lynette had, you know, she had this vision for Boss Women Network, right? Yeah. And it's to bring in women who's doing boss things so that we can be able to. Um, align with each other, work with each other, build coalitions together, and get things done. And to find out that Zarell, right, she has a, um, the Gibson Lupus Foundation where she's building this organization and she's been trying to build this organization for a minute um, and couldn't, you know, was needed guidance on how to build her platform up. But the work that she's been doing to educate people who are directly or indirectly impacted with lupus, right? Mm -hmm. 
that right there in itself is, you know, is amazing work. And I She's wouldn't have amazing never, too. Right. And I wouldn't have known she was doing that. Um, Cynthia, right? Cynthia, uh, Cynthia Allen, she's, she's mm -hmm. a promoter, right? She, she hosts events. She can yeah. help you with your wardrobe, right? Then Regina, right? Regina, um, is working on getting ahead of, uh, the worst case scenario. If, you know, there's a, 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 TS, a TEA takeover of HISD, if, um, charter, you know, charter schools are, are strengthened if the voucher system get passed. You know, she's forward thinking and and building pro building a program on paper, right, to be able to, you know, ensure that our black black students, black kids, African Americans are not left out. Um, if it if it is to happen and it's good to fight it, right, because it wouldn't benefit um everybody equally on a whole right because mm -hmm. one of the one of the talking points is you know if a and this was in an article with the forward time that i read um this morning um one of the hisd trustees uh one of the hisd trustees um is blue for daniel she said that hey if you get a ten thousand dollar voucher and your child is going to a private school that's valued at $10,000 for the tuition and kudos to you. But let's say that you want your child to go to a school and the tuition is $20,000. Mm -hmm. You still don't have, you, there's still not going to be equality for everybody, every child to get the best education. Mm -hmm. And so all of the women, um, on here are doing really great work and i was just you know it, it's just so good to be working with all of you all yeah yeah it's great to be working with you, you. yeah it, it's it was great to be working yeah with you, you, you gave us an experience that um i've been around the the moon what 65 years mm -hmm. you're 66 and you showed out let me just say that you were absolutely gorgeous um you had everything in order. So I, I'm girl, it, it, it's, it was a pleasure working with you. I look forward to doing more and more and more, but, um, so Scarlett, I have a quick question though. Mm -hmm. Everyone who got up there and spoke about you was saying you needed to calm down, you, I look to but your ever ready bunny, bunny. energy, because <laughs> you are an ever ready bunny. How does that, how do, how do you, and these are people I know you respect. Yeah. How do you fit that you need to slow down, you need to calm down into your work ethic? Well, so I'm going to play devil's advocate with them. <laughs> and basically what they, what they, what they were saying is when I, you know, when you first it's come, out, first get started and you're full mm -hmm. of energy and things like that, you can be kind of raw. Right. Yeah. 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 Filter. And in this world of advocacy, it comes with politics. Right. And politics comes with being diplomatic. So when they would say calm down, well, basically what they were saying is, Coretta, you have it. You got it. But we yeah. need to become more diplomatic with it because 
you hurting people's feelings and you know some people might go end up not wanting to work with you Right. They want you to work on your delivery. Delivery, yeah. The right information. You have the right information. Just work on your delivery. Is that what they're saying? Right. But when you come out, when when you come out doing what what your heart and your mind is telling you, all you saying is, "Listen, I want the door open." And and I, there's no better way, no easy way. You can't sugarcoat it. Open the door that's right. how you come in and that's how you came up so some of the people um we we older but we we have to remember that when we started we were just like you mm-hmm. we were just like you i know this is where i'm supposed to be going and this is how i'm gonna go get it but i guarantee you even though they said just calm down just a little bit that's because they don't calm down right but yeah, yeah, yeah. So now that they have come down, they want you to come down, but you still have to wear them high heel boots. Okay, I'm stepping into the room. And this is what, yeah, over. this is what I'm gonna do, and you're gonna do. Um, you're not gonna do exactly what I say, but you're gonna say, "Oh, but well, who is that?" Right. So I understood what they were saying to you, and I was saying, "Girl, keep going, kick it down, <laughs> kick it down, <laughs> kick it down." So, Corinne, we have to take another break. Is that time? Yes, just have to take another break and we will be right back. 15 seconds. Don't go away. If you live in Houston and surrounding areas and are in need of quality child care, contact Cuckoo's Treasures today. We provide professional child care in a caring and nurturing environment. Do you work second or third shift or don't have a typical schedule? Cuckoo's Treasures can assist you. We're open 24 hours and some weekends. Give us a call today at 346 346- 313-9064. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. Hey, hey welcome hey, back. back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Listen, we only have 10 minutes, but it's going to be 10 good minutes because Coretta Brown has so much that. And I know some of you were on the live and you needed to be on here so that you can interact with Miss Miss Brown. So um if you got a moment, go jump on, ask her any questions. We'll try to pull out the important pieces, how you can reach her. Um, there's people on our live who say they really need to get in contact with you. So um, what, yeah, how do, how do we, how do they reach you, Coretta? Because I know we got time, but I want to make sure they get this info. So if they go to www.bridges. B R I D G E S, the number four, Y O U dot com. Okay. The Bridges to Empowerment website will pop up. It'll be a um, it'll be a button to click on to say join now. And when you click on that button, complete the information. I'm gonna get your phone number. I'm gonna get your email address, and then I'm gonna email you. And then once I email you, you're going to email, you know, the workers, the, the people who would like to join and support or have or be supported um, will have my email address, my contact information, and we can get started that way. But it first starts by going to www.bridges, the number, the number four, com. Okay, so great. So. I wanted to say that because I knew you was going to say what you said, girl. So 
so when when I go to that email address, not email, that website, website. and if I want to help you as a volunteer or whatever you figure you you can help me, um, use me for, that's where I would get and tell you to say, hey, I want to be a part. Hey, I'm yeah. in Alaska. Can you help me um, get started? Yes, absolutely. And then for those that um, are out of town that would like for, you know, maybe the Young and the Policies to come out and help them with their candidacy, with their campaign, um, they can send an email to k.t. Tom Y P I mean I'm sorry. They can send it to K dot Brown dot T Y T P at gmail.com. And okay. and that's how we get the we can get, you know, I can be able to talk to candidates that's, you know, out of out of state or, you know, if they have volunteers that want to learn how to organize, um, want to learn how to do build their thing up relationally, they can reach out. Because it's not always that um, that the young and the politics have to go out of state. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's training and teaching somebody else how to do the exact thing that we're doing. Okay. Okay. That, that sounds great. Uh, I, I'm, I'm looking for um, volunteers. I'm looking for people all over the world to join this organization because as we stated earlier, we all know somebody who's mm -hmm. been mistreated or we know someone now. So you know where to go or how to do better. And now we know, we know steps that we without voting, you know, all of these things right here to understand that it's okay to ask for help. Right, right. And we bypass that a lot. I, I don't want to ask any question. I don't want nobody in my business. That's, that's what it is. And Coretta, um, I, I am super, super, super proud of you. Super proud yes. of you. I, I love to see young people do exactly what you're doing and then that standing up. Um, yeah, they say it's okay it's to okay ask for help. Ask for help. So um, I, I love to see people stand up, a young young generation, mm -hmm. young, to um, to start asking, "How can I help you?" So, so Coretta, what is your what is your next goal? What is your next step? I'm gonna tell you what I really want. Um, this legislative session, we are going to be in session, and we're going to fight um, a really hard for the bill the bill um bill bills i'm one of those that i believe we should have a system that works for everyone um i believe that it's not about letting everybody out it's more about um it's not about letting everybody out it's more about public being cautious with people's U.S. Constitution rights, and at the same mm. time, keep our public safe. So I'm going to be advocating for, you know, bail bills that does that. Um, and then 
one thing that I really want to get done and I'm going to be working really hard, I definitely would need volunteers and, you know, people that want to become advocates to step up. But I want Fort Bend County Jail to become a polling location. And the reason, wow. the reason why it needs to be a polling location is because there are so many voters in the county jail that simply can't bail out. Mm. They haven't wow. lost their vote. They still have a right to vote. They simply cannot be out fighting for their freedom. And it's quite possible, even though this doesn't matter because you're innocent until you're proven guilty, but there are some right. who are innocently fighting their case in jail pretrial because they can't bond out. Yeah. It is yeah. it's inhumane and it is wrong and it is against their constitution to not provide in-person voting for them. Yes, we offer vote by mail, but a lot of them haven't, they've never voted by mail before. Some never voted at all. Right, right. right. And and that's just something that we need need to make happen. And there's no constitutional reason that we shouldn't. And I don't mean the Texas constitution. Mm -hmm. I mean, West constitution. That's amazing. That's that's, amazing. that's awesome. I okay. So this that wasn't my gift. I was about to say I didn't think of that, but it wasn't my gift. That's why. But I think that is so awesome because as of what you said, you're so right. There's so many people in jail trying to fight for themselves to get out and cannot, and cannot. get out and because I can't vote. I can't do these things. And um, oh my God, Toya said, uh, "Amen, amazing." I. That part just flowed me. I like with my mouth open. So, Coretta, tell us about you running for the school board. Yes. Oh. So, I really wanted to run for the school board. Um, as I mentioned, you know, it was it the uphill battle was to be able to get placed on a ballot um, based on language that's in the um, that's in the Texas uh, Constitution. You know legislation that says we can we can't you know if you have a background what you got to do to try to run but i found out from the lead counsel for Fort ben isd and he sent me the link so i was able to actually look at the bill language and in 2019 tea changed the rules to say that it used to be only certain felonies wouldn't be allowed mm for office but they changed the rules in 2019 when they started seeing grassroots advocates like myself with backgrounds were starting to run so now the rule says you can't run or you can't serve as a trustee in education ever if wow. you ever had a felony so that's that bring another issue you know to like why we need to end yeah. Texas, because technically what you just, what they just told me is, Coretta, you are still a slave. You can pay your taxes, but you cannot represent. At all. Mm. Oh, my God. So So how do we get that change? How do we get that change? change What what do we need to do for that? That is going to require a House Joint Resolution and a Senate Joint Resolution. It's it might be too late to um, file it this year, but if not, you know, but it would be 
a resolution to amend that particular language that's in that mm -hmm. piece of legislation. Um, to 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 do that, you have to get like a two third um, legislative vote, right? Two thirds in the House and two thirds in the Senate, just to get it placed on the ballot. So that Texas gets vote. so it's yeah. a fight. it's a fight. But there is a bill that Savannah, um, you know, with the Coalition to Abolish Slavery, her and David um, have been able to work with other grassroots organizations like mine, and we've mm -hmm. all behind this bill to take the language of slavery out of the Texas. Wow. And so wow. yeah, if anybody want to get involved, you know, they can go to www.bridges Bridges number four you. <laughs> y -O -U yes. Dot com. Yes. And sign up and trust me, there is not there is a lot of work. No one with, without work. I can assure you there is somewhere for everybody. Wow. Well, I'm signing wow. up now. Right. Sherilyn is on the phone doing <laughs> it right now. I have it pulled up now. <laughs> yes. So it's, um, God, it's our time to go over, over one minute. But it's okay. It was worth it. So, ladies and gentlemen, we would love for you to visit her website. Sign up. Because there is something, as she said, for something everybody for to do. to do. So if you would go to www.bridges, the number four, and you.com and help. Let's go in and do what we need to do. Stop sitting around saying this ain't, this ain't, this ain't, and make it happen. Make it happen. Make it happen. Coretta, we're so grateful and so thankful that you came in and joined us, regardless of the difficulty that you were having. It's okay. You got your point across. Your point. And people... Here's your opportunity to step in and do what you need to do to help us in the community. So remember what they said yesterday, it takes a village um, to make it work. And we are the village as to where we need to go. So- And there's something for everyone. You, something. you might can't do what Coretta do, you might can't do what this person do, but there is something, something. for everyone. You yes. can knock on doors, you can send, send out letters, you can leave make stamps. phone calls, there everything. There's something for everybody to do. For everybody. And just think, now you got children, cousins, nieces, some behind you. So we need to take care of them and show them the right way to go. So with all that being said, Coretta, thanks again for joining us. We look forward to working with you in the near future. And to everybody that's out there viewing us, thank you so much for your support. And thank Cheryl you, and I you. say what? Good, Good night. night. Good night, everybody. We love you. Good night.